This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome to Oaxaca. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, this is long overdue. I apologize. And it's a little bit of a shit show only because I ended up recording. So my cousin is actually here in Oaxaca with us, and we recorded... Uh, a two-parter, and then the whole first 20 minutes was completely wiped out because of the Wi-Fi and just out of our control. So I am redoing the first 20 minutes um, and sort of recapping you guys on the France trip. And then once I get you guys to the part where I caught my cousin up, we're going to pick right up where we left off. Um, so I apologize for, you know, the edits, but it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> um, I will say that I have, and this is what I was telling her um, on the show, was that I've been sort of pushing off recording. And I don't know if it's because I'm in this like weird state of mind in a weird place We've been traveling for a month and a half and, you know, it's that whole Instagram versus reality thing. Like, and I honestly haven't been even posting that much on Instagram. And, you know, I'm sort of in a weird place in my life when I don't post on Instagram. (laughs) Like when I'm in a good place, I'm posting all the time. And then when I'm sort of like, I, I, I guess it's like whether I'm in a, not a funk. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. It could be if I'm in a funk or if I'm just sort of like zoning out, I want to be present. Um, If I'm going through something, I sort of just like check out of the whole social media bit. And it's not that like I don't want to involve anybody. It's just, you know, sometimes it's very exhausting to have to like, you know, put shit out there and post and, and, um, Sometimes I just, I'd rather be vulnerable here than there, but even here on this platform that I love so much that I love talking to you guys, I've even been pushing off. And I, again, was telling my cousin that I've just been going through this, like I've had so many panic attacks and anxiety attacks throughout this whole month and a half. (laughs) I cannot even, and I'm laughing about it now, but it's just been such a wild ride and I'm so appreciative of being able to travel, but it also just like throws you out of your routine. Um, and you know, you got like the kids and the family and this and that. And it's just like, I don't know, there's just like a lot of components and layers to traveling. And so 
I've just been sort of like going through it. I'm out of my element. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been a lot. It's just been a lot. And then like on the personal end, um, I have, you know, a big announcement about someone in my life, um, close to me that's pregnant. And I'm going to be sharing that actually on Patreon first, uh, only because it's still like too early to like announce to everybody. Um, so it's not that I don't love you guys. I just, um, you know, it's one of those things that like, you can like share with like a few people and there are only a few people on my Patreon. So that's why. And then of course we're going to, you know, announce it to everybody. But, um, so that's happening. And, and it, and the, that whole pregnancy thing has not thrown me for a loop. If anything, it's sort of just like reinvigorated the fact that I do want to get pregnant. I do want to have this baby and, um, you know, all the things, right? All the things that now women are uh, go through and, and the processes and whatnot. So, um, so just a lot, a lot going on, but I'm here and I'm happy to be here. Um, and I'm excited to share with you guys a little bit about the France trip. So again, I'm going to sort of just like recap the first part of it. And then once I catch up to where I left off, um, you're going to hear me sort of finish that story with my cousin. And then the second part will come out, um, on Monday and, uh, it's sort of her and I sort of chatting about her life and everything she's going through. And, uh, she's had a lot of like sort of major like life changes and, and shit that's happened to her. And, um, and so it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So make sure to tune in on that Monday. And also I will be, uh, doing two Patreon lives, um, on Wednesday and Thursday. So at the end of the month, Wednesday, Thursday, don't worry, Patreon, I will make sure that I get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with you. Um, so thank you for having patience for me. <laughs> and, um, anyways, here we go. So friends, here we go. Jesus Crimini Fire Festival. Okay, so you guys already know. We got invited, Riley got invited to um, this Psalm event. It was like the best Psalms in the world. And this is, again, so we thought. This was like the, this was our pitch. This was our fire festival pitch, okay? It was the 40 of the best Psalms in the world were invited by this winemaker, Gerard Patron, and that he was going to basically host us for three days and he was going to have like, you know, uh, master classes and seminars and what, you know, tastings, uh, and then galas and all these things. Okay. And then remember he had to lie and basically say that I was a Psalm in order to get invited. So, so we, we get our, you know, our, we get, I get like the thumbs up and we're like, this is awesome. This is so great. And then we get the itinerary like 24 hours before, which sort of should have been a sign. Uh, but we get this, the, you know, the itinerary like right before. And I'm like the night before, not kidding, packing for like now specific things. It's like, okay, there's like a beach club day and there's a gala and then there's a cocktail thing. And then there's like, um, bring flats for the vineyard and like all the things, um, on top of us staying, uh, you know, in Europe for another like four days or whatever we had planned. Um, cause we were going to, you know, go to Spain and do all their things. So, so, you know, night before we're, we're packing, we're getting everything ready. We get to, and mind you, my mom and my, uh, mother-in-law were going to watch Piper for the week. Uh, so 
Riley and I were feeling good about it, but also like kind of missing her. It was a whole thing. So uh, get to the airport at LAX and we're going to LAX, Montreal, Montreal, Toulouse. Like easy peasy. Normally we only go to Paris and so it's like a, you know, direct flight. But this one, because you're going to Toulouse, which is south of France. Um, and then we were going to Narbonne, which is like way more south. It was just like a lot of stops. So we were like, okay, fine. And we had never flown with Air Canada before and, you know, uh, a, a, um, a travel agent. I'm like, what is the travel agent uh, booked it for us? Okay. So the travel agent books this fine, get to the airport fine. And we're there early. And it's like, we got up, at, we, I think we got up at like 5am and we're sitting at the bar. Now we're having like our mimosa, like our fun little, like, let's go. This is gonna be so great. We had our carry-ons because you know, checking in is like not our thing. And if we don't have to, we won't. And so we were like ready to go. And then all of a sudden we check and it's like, your flight's been delayed like two and a half hours, three hours. And we're like, holy shit. Okay. So we now have to go back to the gate and we're like, okay, like what's where, what are we doing? Cause we're going to mix our connection in Montreal. So they're now, and everyone's like now frantic. Like, you know, when everyone's just like rushing to the gate when they're like, what do we do? So, you know, you have, we have people next to us. They're like three young girls who are like bitching at the, you know, the, the attendant, like it's their fault. And then, you know, we're like, okay, like let's just try to get there the fastest way we can. So they're like, okay, we can get you to Montreal, Montreal, Paris, Paris, Toulouse. And we're like, fuck, okay, that's another, that's another, you know, flight added on, but fine. It's okay. Well, we're going to figure it out and it still gets us in. Like instead of getting in at one, we got in at four and we're like, okay, fine. So we book it and now we're like, okay, well now we have a few extra hours here. Let's just, you know, have another, another, uh, champagne or glass of whatever fucking mimosa. So, and then we're sitting there and the, there are, I don't know how they overheard us, Oh, we were talking to this guy at the bar and the two other people were sitting there overheard us saying, oh, you're going to the Somme event. Like you're, you're going to Toulouse or Narbonne. And we're like, yeah. And like, oh yeah, we are too. We're Psalms, whatever. So by the way, this is like where I'm like, oh, awesome. Like my bullshit, bullshit, bullshit had to start right then and there. <laughs> and so, and so, um, so we're sitting there and then they're like, oh yeah, we're going we're going, uh, we're going to, um, where were they going? They were going somewhere else in Canada. I think it was like Canada. And then they were going to, um, they were, uh, their, their trip was just completely different. And they were going to like two other stops or something. And then they were getting in at like five or six. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are like, getting in way later and like your stop is it, it was it was crazy but because we got booked through a third party we didn't have access to our tickets and this is the bullshit part and if you're I don't know and I, someone please like educate me on this because the way that this happened for us was an absolute nightmare with the third party um so because the travel agent booked so you know what it was Sorry, I'm like rambling now because I'm now I'm getting excited. So, um, uh, the the winemaker basically bought in bulk all of these flights, and so 
they got it at a you know a discount rate and they bought it through call it i think united united now flew with you know his sister partners or whatever with air canada so it was a united bought seat but now through air canada and then you know air canada didn't have access because it was a united flight so just and by the way i i don't even i like i can't even explain to you <laughs> the amount of times that I had to call Air Canada or then it wasn't, it was Air France and then it wasn't Air France and then it was United, but then no one had access because it was that, you know, it, because it was bought in bulk. At the end of the trip, we found out that's why we couldn't upgrade our seats. We couldn't change anything. We, we couldn't like touch our tickets. No one could touch it. Even at the gate, even right before boarding, even anything, no one had access to our tickets. So it was like, whatever we had, that was it which was just so annoying because it was like, can't we get, you know, I don't know, our seats, you know, together or comfort plus or something like some sort of something. So no, could not upgrade our seats, could not get any sort of nothing. Um, okay. So fast forward, we get, finally get to, after all the delays, we finally get to, um, Montreal, Montreal to Paris, at Montreal, the flight was delayed again. So now we are at, at, literally in every country, we're like having to call and figure out what is the next, what is the next option? Because we now we, we missed our connection to Paris. So now we have another three hour delay in Montreal. And finally, it's like, okay, we're, we're able to board the plane this whole time they're saying, Hey, like, you know, if you have, um, any extra bags that you'd like to, um, check in, please do so. They finally got enough bags to check in. We're waiting in line. We're like so excited because we're finally made it. And like, at this point we're like semi stinky, but like, you know, and sweaty and hungry and whatever, but like, we're just figuring it out and we're, like a little delirious, but it's fine. And I took these like little like um, uh, sleep and like stress gummies from Ollie that they make. Cause we were like, okay, we planned it out, right? Like we're going to sleep on this leg of the flight and then we're going to whatever, because as soon as we get to, to loose, we got to like get to the hotel, get dressed and go to the first event. So now our sleep schedule is all fucked up and it's just like a disaster. So we're like, I don't even know what time zone we're in. I don't know what's happening. So now we're like, okay, let's just try to sleep on this leg and you know, then not sleep from Paris to Luce. So we're, we're excited a little bit because we're like, okay, like we've made it like, and it's a 400 passenger plane. It's a massive plane. And we are, we, Riley and I walk up and we're like, here you go. Here's our ticket. And then the guy's like, uh, sir, your bag, you need to check in your bag. And mind you, Riley and I had had this conversation right before that if for some reason we have to check in our bag, we can't, like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to risk losing our bag and we'll figure out another flight if we have to, only because we knew that after this delay, we probably weren't going to make it to the next flight to, in, um, you know, to pair like our next connection. And we didn't, we couldn't risk not having our carry-ons. It's like, if not, we would have nothing. Sure enough, this guy is like, sir, you cannot carry this bag. It's too big. You need to um, check it in. And we're like, wait, what? Like we just, by the way, in this tone, I was like, we just went from like another Air Canada flight and these bags were, were fine. Like, what do you mean? 
And he's like, nope, you got to check it in. And we're like, no, 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 I don't think I understand. Like it, it, it fits, like it actually fits and it's fine. And it's two bags. And, and he's like, nope, move over, like get out of the line. I, I got people to check in like, and he's like, figure it out. And we moved to the side of the, of the, of the line. And we're like, fuck, what do we do? Like, do we check it in? Do we risk it? And then which one do we do? Cause we had like a duffel and those like the duffel had just like, you know, like the, the, the toiletries and the, this and the, that. And it was like, watch, like, what do we do? And mind you, it's like, we have been delayed hours at this point. And now everyone just wants to board the plane. And so we were like, fine, we'll just, we'll check in the duffel and just, you know, cross our fingers and whatever, which I didn't know how much you get paid, like 700 bucks or something if they lose your bag, which I didn't know that was that much money. Um, so anyways, so, so we decide, fine, let's just check in the bag. Okay. So we get back in line and, and at this point now we're annoyed. Now we're annoyed and we're like, you know what? I don't know why we have to do this because literally we just got off another Air Canada flight and we didn't have any issues at all. Um, but fine, like, let's just check it in. And then, and then we were like, but sir, like, we're not going to make our connection. He's like, well, where is it? Like, we're going to Paris, Paris, Toulouse. And he's like, well, what time does that take off? Whatever. I was like, we have 15 minutes to get from the, from, you know, we, we have to get through customs, right? From Canada to Paris, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you're not going to make it. And I was like, exactly my point. That's exactly my point. We're not going to make it. And you're going to make us check in our bag, which means that we're going to probably lose it because we're going to have to change flights and change planes. Please. I was like, please, just please. And he's like, nope. Okay, fine. And then as I'm saying, yeah, fine. Riley, <laughs> Riley grabs his phone and like, is like, it has it up to up. It's like, up to his chest, right? And he's taking a picture of the guy's badge. Just takes a picture, but not a video, not like we're not we're not Karens, okay? We're not yelling, although I called him a Karen later. But like we just like like try to like sneak a photo of his badge. <laughs> the guy went ape shit. I have I've never seen a human be more irate and get so angry than this man. And he fucking flipped. I mean, flipped and was like, are you taking a video of me? Are you taking a photo of me? Let me see your phone. Show me your phone right now. How dare you take a photo? That's illegal. Blah, blah, blah. If, if you, like, if you want my name, it's Christopher with an H. <laughs> what is up with me and like Sarah with an H, Christopher? H's? Like, oh, H's? <laughs> You get it? Um, yeah, H's are really not my thing. So he's like, he's like, it's Christopher with an H. I, you better delete that video. You better delete that. But I go, sir. He would, and then and then Riley was like, and Riley is a calm dude. Like he just doesn't yell. And he's like, and he got freaked the fuck out. He was like, his dad was yelling at him. And he's like, it was just a photo. I was just trying to take a picture of your name so that if something happened, I know who helped us at the gate. <laughs> And I've never, I've just, it was so funny. Like it was, it was mortifying and scary and all the things in the, in, in the moment. He's like, get out of line. I'm calling security. You're not getting on this flight. You are not getting on this flight. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> and not just that you have about 200 people now, uh, in line, just staring at us like, 
oh, these guys are going to make us, you know, late for our, <laughs> for, our nice, for like the flight. I'm like, oh my God, kill me right now. Oh my God. I was like mortified. And then like the girl next behind us was like, wait, I don't get it. Like, why? Like, why is he getting so mad? Like, you guys didn't do anything. And I was like, okay, thank you. I'm glad someone knows. <laughs> glad someone saw that. Um, so we are now standing on the side and are freaking out because we're like, well, if he 86s us from like flying Air Canada, then we have to actually like figure out the next step. Um, it was already 11 o'clock at night, can you know, Canada time. And so like everything was closing, like the whole airport looked pretty much closed except for our gate. So it was like a little bit scary. We're like, okay, so now we're gonna have to figure out where we're gonna go. <laughs> like, are we gonna have to just stay here? Riley was like, do I look up restaurants? Like what's open, where to stay? Um, but also he was just, and then he started look, looking up the, like the legalities and he's like, oh yeah, it is illegal to actually take videos or photos of any of the staff. I'm like, okay, great to know for future. Um, and so now it is like the last person literally boarding and like checking in and he makes one last call, mind you, his partner or his, the coworker was like, what happened? And he's like, I'm, I called, I called the manager. I called security. He was taking a video, a photo. And the other guy was like, kind of like rolled his eyes. Like, Oh God, come here. Right. Um, and then he gets, and then when he calls, he hangs up like kind of just like angry and he's like come here we're like okay dad and we walk over and he's like i'm letting you on this plane only because security is busy with someone else <laughs> and my manager is busy because of all the delays but i'm gonna let you on this flight but don't you ever take a video or a photo of anyone especially me and it's christopher with an h and we're like okay and mind you he let us on with the bag he let us on with all the bags. They didn't even have to check in the damn bag after all of that. And of course, now we have to do the walk of shame on the plane. And now everyone's just staring at us like, ah, oh, you're the fuckers that, <laughs> that made us wait until the last person. And I was like, honestly, just get me a cocktail, get me a Xanax or something strong. Pop these little stress pills, gummies, and put me to sleep. Oh, it was crazy. All right. We get to Paris. The flight was fine. I don't even remember at this point. Flight was fine. I was just more mortified the entire flight. Um, and yeah, and we and then we were laughing about it. And like, I wanted to kind of get annoyed with him because I was like, you're an idiot. But um, but like I saw like he really felt so bad. And I was like, I love you. You're cute. And it's fine. Just don't ever do that again. Because that is a very Karen move. Um, and so then we make it to Paris um, in Paris, there's also delays. So now we have to get another flight to Toulouse. So now we are not getting into Toulouse until about like five something. Um, and mind you, you know, we're like in contact with the travel agent because they're the ones that got us the car that has to take us from Toulouse to Narbonne, which I didn't know basically that whole travel situation, like the drive situation was going to be like a two hour thing. Riley decided to not tell me that until the last minute that I hadn't looked at it. So we get to Toulouse and the drivers are like the, you know, our, our guy or our girl is there with our sign. Great. Like, this is awesome. Okay, let's go. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. We have to wait for another three people from California. This is where I'm going to stop 
because this is where I pick up with my cousin. Thank you again for dealing with all this craziness. Um, it's sort of just part of the fun, I guess, right? <laughs> but love you guys and enjoy the rest of the episode. So you guys know I've been traveling so much this uh, past month and a half, and there's one thing that has saved me uh, and with Piper and, and our sleep and energy, and it's the Hatch Rest. So the Hatch Rest, it's a, it's a second generation, um, is an innovative all-in-one sleep device designed just for kids. It's both a sound machine and a nightlight that grows with your child. And during the newborn stage, Hatch helps, you know, make like really soothing sounds and comfortable sleep environments with continuous sounds like white noise and wind and rain and lullabies. And then as your kid grows older, Hatch allows toddlers and big kids to build sleep independence with customized color and sound cues. The time for bed pairing alerts them that it's time to wind down for the night and in the morning. Um, and honestly, as we are, you know, going and we're traveling and there's like different time zones and I just, I like to keep her on a good schedule and this hatch second gen has been a game changer and she's been sleeping through the night. She's waking up. She's not exhausted, which means she's not cranky and, you know, throwing tantrums. She's been absolutely amazing and honestly it's because of this hatch second generation um you know the light comes on when she has to wake up it turns red when we ask you know when she has to wind down it reminds her of home and it's been phenomenal so right now hatch is offering our listeners up to 15 percent off your purchase of a hatch rest and free shipping at hatch.co slash humble. So if you're ready to improve sleep for your kids and honestly yourself, go to hatch.co slash humble to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash humble. Okay, so where were we? Toulouse. We land in Toulouse and we're waiting for three other people to get in the car and be able to go. One guy comes and it's fine. He's like an older man, writer, super weird, but like kind of kooky. I don't know, just a weird guy. And then the other two aren't like they're not showing up and, and she has no information on who's supposed to be there. So we're like, do you know the flight? No. Do you know their names? No like has no information. Okay. This what? is, this is where like the fire festival shit starts. It's like, how do you not have any information on who you're supposed to pick up? She's like, I don't know. I just have the sign and whoever walks up to me it's because they know that they're going to this hotel. Mind you, the sign was not where we were even going. Like that's where we thought we were going because it was on our itinerary, but where we actually got dropped off to was this like little motel type of oh, vibe. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So, so now we're like, well, we're going to be extraordinary. Like, we're going to be so late. It's not gonna and not just that, we had now, I mean, in hindsight, had a fucking hour to get dressed and go to the bathroom and do our thing. But we kept, like, waiting because, like, if they walked out any second, we wanted to be able to just go. Right. So we were, like, just in this fucking limbo, like, this waiting game of, like, fuck, like, do I have time to go get dressed and, like, go spruce up or whatever? And, and then the guy, the German guy was like, 
I don't want to take you guys to your hotel. Like, let's just go. We're going to miss the entire event, says the guy in jeans and like looks normal. And we're like in sweatpants. So finally, the girl's like, you know, making calls and they don't, the other two people just don't show up. So we just leave. So now it is a fucking hour and almost two hour drive to the uh, chateau. She gets lost because now we're in the middle of like these vineyards and, and fucking place. And Riley's like, aren't we, isn't, he doesn't even fucking know, but he's like from a map and from a place. Right. It's like, isn't it there? Like, you know, the signage is like, you're in like the middle of right. nowhere. And she was like, yeah, but I just don't know how to get there. So now we're just all trying to navigate how to get there. I'm like trying to touch up my makeup and my, my fucking sweatpants and I'm stinky as shit. And, um, and we finally pull up. Hold on, mosquito break. We're outside. Oh gosh. And we're getting eaten a lot. <sighs> so we have to just drink. Mm-hmm. In that corner. Yeah, it's been, it has been interesting to say the least. Because uh, we're now what? I, it was a total of 10 days. But we've been in Oaxaca for like four days. No, four. Yeah. Um, okay, well, don't get it in the cocktail. Um, oh, you're okay. Welcome. That's good. Yeah, I have about 54 fucking bites on me. Um, so we finally get to the first event, and it's at one of his vineyards. And I'm not shitting you. It is like full-blown gala. It is like men are in tuxedos. Did you get to change? No. Oh. Women are in long gowns. And Riley and I are in literally like tennis, sweatpants, and like that's it it's like so weird and then as we like good thing and, you're cute and we just started laughing about it it was like yeah. whatever like there was and there was like it was just too much like we were and it was like 30 hours of travel uh, yeah and you've slept like three yeah, yeah. it was just like ridiculous it was yeah. an it was a joke at that point it's and hilarious. honestly we didn't even we fought maybe once when we almost got kicked off because i was like Dude, bro. <laughs> Did you have off. to get that aggressive? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It wasn't even aggressive, but it was like, come on, like, yeah. use your head a little bit, you yeah. know? And he was embarrassed. Then I just like, yeah, let, you it, let go. it go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but event, by the way, gorgeous. There's like women in these like whimsical outfits, like playing the violins between like each vineyard, like all the vines. And it was like, so, it was like a wedding. It was so beautiful. Yeah, your Instagram photos, looked, it was like It was wonderful. insane. Yeah. It was insane. Which is also so funny too, right? Cause like Instagram versus reality, like totally watching like, oh my God, you're living such a lavish yeah. life. This and bitch is over here in sweatpants. Sweating. Yeah. Sweaty as fuck, dirty. <laughs> exactly. And then we found out that it was 200 people, not just yeah, like Yeah, you're 40. not special. There was no, 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 no. Well, yeah. Uh, and mind you, I had to pretend that I was a psalm this entire yeah. time. So, and I didn't know and realize what was actually going to happen the next three days. So we were with the same people for three days. So this first day, I don't know why. It was just like, it was a lot of people and everyone has like a name tag and we don't have name tags, right? Because we like didn't make it in time. And, um... And so we're like, oh, okay, there's like people from, uh, you know, Dubai and there's people from where, like, so, just yeah. all parts of the world. So, um, so then we, 
ended up like finding our table, made a couple friends and, you know, had to sort of explain. So are you like literally lying to people saying that you are? Yeah. So that was, song? so that was part of it. So once we're, so we sat at our table. I am and, flabbergasted. And everyone is like, oh, you know, like, what do you do? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Luckily, not many people asked me what I did. I don't know why. I probably just came off like this girl probably should not She's be here. Like there's like a certain vibe and like yeah. a certain style of, okay. Marketing people, you know, who like yeah. the people that are in marketing sure. look like, you know, who the people that are in fucking sales look like and what they act like, Yeah, you know, that like a GM or like in Psalms are very much like put together. Yeah. They're very like, um, but like quirky and yeah. weird yeah. and yeah. like, yeah. I don't know, just like brainy, brainy, exactly. They're Maybe like, I'm not brainy. That's <laughs> this girl doesn't belong. No, you just have a different flair. Like you would probably be like the sexiest, spunkiest, right? Psalm who would never spit the wine out. Right, exactly, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting at the table, and um, and you know, like everyone is either a GM, an owner, or this or that or whatever, but or, or just or just a psalm. Yeah. Um, very few chef psalms. So Riley was one of the few. And like in development. Um, and so, and so I like, oh, like I was sort of like bullshitting my way. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I was really like making it about Riley and not about me. And right. also, there's no couples. Yeah. It was like nobody asked if you guys were dating or married. Uh, I think or... they just knew. Right. Yeah. I think they just knew. And then finally, it was like, oh, okay, you guys are together. Like, oh, that's cool. You guys are both in the industry kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah day one by day three i was like guys i know shit about wine and i was like finally oh finally by no. the third day i was just like this is fucking hilarious did anybody say i knew it uh no oh, i think nice. they just like they just they're like they literally don't care, they like, just don't fucking care exactly because this is like a free event this is like a hosted event that you're yeah paid. everyone yeah everyone okay. got their yeah. flights paid for yeah. everyone got their safe okay. yeah so for them it's like this is fucking rad because so like, not that bad a fire festival because no one um, your own way at fire yeah but well yeah exactly yeah. but if it, you were like an influencer yeah you got everything paid and for then you switched, went and yeah. it was like yeah. it was no, a base for sure it. yeah so but the, by the last night we got to stay at like the nice vineyard yeah. and all that um but like every every moment was accounted for so it was like in the morning you do um like the seminars you do like the master classes you do the tastings um it's like a full like morning. It's like from eight in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night, your whole day is planned out. And is it because you're only tasting their wines? Yeah, it's only his so wines. So it's only his wines. Exactly. Okay. So you're being educated his, in their own brand and wines. His thing is, I want them, the Psalms, to know about my wine. Right. Why this, the, the terroir, like right. why is our you know yeah. soil so great? Smart. And it's really smart. Super smart. Because yeah. I was like, but I was asking him like, do you think he's actually going to, make any sort of profit from this oh, in the absolutely. future because he spent so much money but he also what i found out is this guy just loves to entertain so he spent a gajillion dollars yeah. on all these events and all these things but obviously in hopes of all these songs I mean, the best songs in the world selling his wine think about all the people that instagram did think about all the people talking about it. exactly you and i are talking about it right now. exactly like, it, you once you like know a brand and you get educated in it you're more invested totally like the marketing it. side yeah, of it like, now when you're going as a buyer as a wine buyer you're like exactly. well and you just feel more invested you also feel like okay i kind of owe it to them it's although yeah you talk to everyone everyone's like i'm yeah. like do you guys like like do you really like the wine and everyone's like not really no <laughs> They're like, but this is great, yeah. you know? So I'm like, are you guys going to buy cases? Like, I was genuinely curious. Sure, like, yeah. how many of you are actually going to fucking buy his wine right. or, like, sell it at yeah. your restaurant? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we'll have, like, on the menu, like, a bottle on the menu, you know? They were really pushing, like, the rosé, and, like, the rosé wasn't that great. And, like, his, and no one would pay that much money for a rosé. And that's what 
but they like the feedback too, right? Yeah. Like, hey, like what at your restaurant, like what would you guys pair this with? Like what would you, how much would you sell it for? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so it's all very interesting so and like, interesting. yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, and I really did learn a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. It's like, what a great experience. I was like, wow. But I would never want to be a fucking Psalm ever. I and there was the best Psalm in the world. He like literally had to, you have to speak three languages. You have to, they're blind tastings. So by just smelling, by ta- first it's like the smells. Yeah. And you have to explain all the smells. You have to be accurate. You have to like know all your shit. Um, yeah, you have to know three languages. You have to like have service and like all the languages. It was just wild. And this man knew so fucking much about wine. It was like, it was weird. It was weird. And like the notes and this and like of like bald tires. And, yeah. the, and I'm like, this is sort of like all smoke and mirrors. Like, this is kind of bullshit. It is. It's yeah. weird. But my question is who dictates the attributes that the psalm has to regurgitate? Because every vineyard and every owner, like every they, house, they dictate. They say these are our, these are our. This is our terroir. This is, um, you know, the kind of like the uh, the notes, the the notes, and this. Yeah. Like they'll give you all that information. You just have to actually like remember, remember and then be able and to, understand. Yeah. Like oh, this is from this region and not just this region. It's like this altitude and this. Have you seen the song? Not Netflix like documentary. I think we watched part of it. Okay, yeah. It's wild. Well, because like you call it, um, uh, oh, fresh tennis balls. Right. And I call it Oaxaca smell. Exactly. Or, like, exactly. You have to use the term. That, exactly. Like, you, you think that citrus smells like tennis balls, right? I think citrus smells like orange. So I would call it orange and you would call it tennis ball. Right. But, but then like, you would be wrong right. because it's, because they, they, right. they so say s- that it's this. Somebody yeah. has dictated that tennis ball is this smell. Exactly. Even if your brain doesn't. Really exactly. Smell. See, I like to be unique. And I'm like, <laughs> this takes the fun out of fucking drinking wine. <laughs> and dude, I even spit the wines out. I was like, Ugh. Like it was like 8 a.m. Taste testing right now. Of our yes. own? Mm, okay. okay so let's see. What do you taste? So your... I actually have a tequila. I have a margarita. So it's tequila with fresh limes, and they have this thing called like um, orange. It's like an orange liqueur, but it doesn't taste like orange liqueur. Oh. Did you try this? No, it's like triple sec, but but not. not. It's Should I do just... a slurping sound for the, the audience. <laughs> I'm just hey, kidding. I'm so kidding. Hmm. You like it? I don't really like margaritas. It's super acidic, but I like I margaritas like that are it like skinny and that have fresh, like cucumber margarita or oh, okay. like a margarita with like fresh lime juice, like not the. This is fresh. This is. I know, but he brought literally like a hundred limes from his house. Lime. I know. It was very nice. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, um, mine's mezcal. What kind of notes do you get from your fucking lime <laughs> tequila and lime? Okay, I, a good time. How about that? <laughs> It's a good time with a little bit of mosquito juice. Mm, uh, mm. Anyway, so so the first three days were that. It was a lot of like, go, go, go. Yeah. You got to get dressed for the full day. You got to like, you know, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, we made a lot of I'm really cool friends. It was, it really it, was. It really is. Because it was it's work. work. I was like, oh my God. And you're like talking and there's no time to rest. And it's not my work. And it's not so your So I'm work. not interested. You know, and then like the internal brain struggle of like, Oh, do these people, what do I say? Like your brain is working so hard to keep up with yeah. all of the new stimuli. And like, what are you going to say? Yeah. What are they saying? Am I going to like embarrass my significant other? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the good thing is I've been around it for so long that I am, I can totally yeah, you know just to, like bullshit yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 
um, and ask the right questions without being dumb. But there were some questions that I was like, wait, I probably shouldn't have asked that because Assam would have known that. (laughs) And then by the third day, I was like, so like, I don't know, just like dumb fucking, I don't know, just dumb shit that I was just like, yeah, I clearly don't know anything. Um, So yeah, and they would talk to me like, you know, oh, Opus One versus blah, blah, blah. And like Riley is just so good at that stuff. So he just- Riley's like nerding out. Oh, he fucking loved it, you know? And like, oh, how many, uh, how many wines on by the glass of here and that and oh this, whatever. Um, so then we finish the three very long but fun days. Yeah. Um, and then we decide that we are going to go to uh, Girona, which is in Spain. So it's like a dr- we just rented a car, drove down to Girona, and there was in Spanish w- it would be Girona. Girona, okay. yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and so we went to, um, there are these three brothers and they were the best chef, uh, uh, rest, they got best restaurant, best, best uh, pastry, best whatever in like a seven, 2018, 2019. And I don't know how many other years. And they're all three brothers and they're all in the industry. So one is literally a, a pastry. The other one I think is a song and the other one's a chef. And they have... Like they, they literally have it all. Okay. Um, and we went to one of the restaurants in Spain and, and they have others as well. But, um, this one was particularly like Riley really wanted to go to this one because it was, um, I forgot what it, what the, the main, I don't know. Back in the day, it was like, they were way more like, um, they were like ahead of their time. Okay, like the pioneers or like yes. innovators or something. Yes, yeah, innovators. That that was the word. But now in 2023, they've just like sort of fallen behind. It's kind of like the French Laundry okay. of Spain. Okay? okay, it's like a you have to go because it's like the brothers. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Great, but they haven't evolved, and yeah. it's just like not our our uh, palate yeah. does not like it. Yeah. Um, the flavors were just weird, and it was about 50 plates. Oh shit. And it was like a six hour ordeal and we did the wine pairings. So literally with every plate, it's like a new wine, a new this. You end up drinking about like a bottle and a half to two bottles of wine. Fuck. Yeah. And, but over like the course of, you know, six hours. Still. But you're like full and you're like, it it was just a lot. too much. It was a lot and it wasn't good. Yeah. And what ruined it for me was, so in Spain... Um, they really looked down on Mexican people. Oh, that's right. So I'm sitting there and we're like, food course is in and the fucking waiter. So first off, okay. So yes. context, yep. this conversation, I am half Spanish, half Mexican. Natalie, Natalie and I have moms that are sisters. So we are both Mexican, but she has Argentinian dad. Right. I have a Spanish dad. Um, my grandparents are from Catalonia Barcelona specifically. Right. My grandpa spoke Catalan. Um, and when I went to Barcelona, I understood my grandpa so much more. And from my perspective, people from Mexico City and people from Barcelona are like the same like bouge factor. Right. I would equate it to like Beverly Hills or like Manhattan, New York, where like everyone thinks their shit don't stink. Right. They all have money. They've all been educated. They're all like foofy doofy, like meh, meh, meh. Yeah. And I'm not, that's not saying that there aren't great people from everywhere. It's just like yeah, a certain it's just culture. part of their culture. It's their socioeconomic culture. So when I went, I understood my grandpa. My grandpa was very fucking particular and was very like, and so like in the context of Spain, Catalonians are kind of like Texas 
yep. in America where like yep. Texas is like we could be our own country or like exactly. California's like we could be right. our own country. Which I mean they have their own language, like they, they speak that they speak Catalan instead of And they you know, also Spanish. generate the most um GDP for their area. So right. like we literally fund all the taxes of Spain, like we could be our own country. Exactly. But anyways, there's a whole like cultural thing there. Yes. And the whole Mexican Spanish thing is I think it's a bit of colorism where they see Mexicans as people that they literally conquered. Right. And that they're darker. They just skin. they just look down on us or, yeah. or you know the Mexican people. And so uh, knowing well, I knew that, but I didn't know that. I didn't experience that when I went. So I was surprised to hear you yeah. tell me this. So, but sorry. so yeah, so which is great. Good, good information. So we're sitting there and about like a couple courses in the waiter is like going and mind you, you know, in these like really bougie restaurants. Everything is being done in front of you, pretty much, okay? So, like, they will bring all the courses out, but, like, everything is being, you know, you can see all the staff like, in like front of you. Like, tableside guac, for those of us who... Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, and again, there's, like, a specific, like, manner and and thing that you're supposed to like do. Like, presentation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, the staff shouldn't really speak to each other, okay? They should just be, like, very professional. So when you get your nails done, and they're, you know they're always talking about you. Thank you. Okay. That happened. You got fucking. You you got the. I got that. So he goes and he talks to the fucking other server, and he's looking at me, and then like goes and like looks at you know talks talks obviously about me, and then the other guy looks at me whatever, and then they start laughing. Okay, uh -huh. this goes on for hours, and it is constant. And I at some fucking point I was like do I need to say something? Like, I feel so uncomfortable. And Riley's like, yeah, it's probably because you're hot. And they're just like talking about me. I'm like, I don't get that vibe. <laughs> but I don't know. I like, mean, even if it was, it's still incredibly it's still, inappropriate. Exactly. And unprofessional. That, and I told him that. And I was like, but still, like, Doesn't they shouldn't be fucking like, do, I'm, I'm looking at them, look at me and laugh. Right. Like, I don't, I, they just, yeah. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, and it was just, again, it was a very long fucking process. And I'm thinking, Fuck, we have like so many more courses, and I'm just like so oh, like I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed, and no and wonder you like the food because now you're pissed at the exactly. And I'm like, you guys suck, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, the food really did suck. But then, like the the two of the brothers were there, and it was it was really nice, to, like you know, talk to them and meet them. And um, the desserts were mind blowing, and that's really what Riley wanted to go and see and check out. Yeah, there's one where it's <clears throat> it's a um, it's almost like bubbles that come out of this like machine. And then with like two like spoons, the, the bubble starts to go in the air, right? And they like sort of like bring it over to you. So they and use the, the spoons to manipulate to, the bubble. To go and walk go over and walk to, you. to you. And then you have you have a um it's almost like a little like a little metal stand, and that's the vessel that they put it on. Okay. And then you eat and then you have like your main pastry mm -hmm. dish or whatever like your dish and then you grab a little bit of the bubbles and then you eat it with your with your dessert and the bubbles it, they have like aromas so that oh. basically you have like different scents and oils and How essential oils oh it's an oil it's, it's almost like an oil okay so it's not soap <laughs> no 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 but honestly it fucking tasted like soap Ew, okay it tasted like bubbles like in yeah it, it was like it was it, gross yeah, okay but the idea was phenomenal sure and then there's like a book that like <clears throat> he created he basically he literally burned a book and like from the ashes and from the whatever he created a dessert so with one dessert they brought out this book that he it's supposed to resemble the taste of a like a like an old book like when you smell it right like <clears throat> he wanted those aromas of like a book that like you can smell and so he wanted you to taste that 
huh. tasted like garbage, but it I was the idea I don't was I great. I want to taste a, <laughs> a book, book in my like dessert, right. but like but if it's done well. Exactly. So, and there was like parts of the book that was in it. So it was like a whole thing. It's, okay. very, it's very like, yeah. Okay. okay. Very sciencey. Very, it's very like conceptual art. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. It's like a whole. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's a little ego. $1,500 later, you yeah. know, it's yeah. like crazy. So, um, anyway, so. <laughs> But, and then they also have a hotel and we stayed in their hotel okay. and it was a Casa de Cacao. Okay. Beautiful. I have to say it was gorgeous. The little town, so cute. You can walk. It's, it's small enough, but like we had like lunch, like our dinner on like the steps and like, um, looking at like the church. I mean, it was so gorgeous. It was so cool. Uh, and then we stayed there for basically almost like two days. And then on our way back, we hit like other like little towns and then- cute. And then made our way back to um, Narbonne and Toulouse. So overall, the trip was like fine, but it was a lot of hustle, bustle, work, busy, busy, busy. Like it was not just, it wasn't sexy. It wasn't relaxing. I was just going to ask if you guys were boning through all of this. It, it was, we had sex one time yeah, on the entire time, trip. Like, I'm exhausted. And I was like, dude, we're never going to get pregnant this way. <laughs> like this is, but we both would like lay in bed and be like, and you're stuffed. tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. And we were stuffed yeah. and then we're like shitting our brains well, out. You. Yeah. Because you, you can't do these dinners no. and not poop. Yeah. And so then you're like, okay, like I am already prepping. Like, okay, do I have to like, I don't know. Like, do I have to play music? Do I have to go to the lobby? Do I have to, you know, yeah. because it's like a lot, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. And the room is little. It's just, you know, there's so many factors yeah. you know, that play into this. And so, yeah, for about two days, him and I were both running to the bathroom. Oh no, that's the worst. That's it the was, only thing that sucks about traveling is the poop. It was just like the worst. Yeah. And it just, it was not a sexy trip at all. No. And I hate to complain about it, but it just wasn't that. It was just a lot of like, he was even like, and normally he can just relax and yeah. chill. It was not a chill no. trip. No. At all. No. And I don't know, like the food in the entire thing was just not great. Yeah. In Fr like South in like the south of France, unless you're like on the northern part, that's like where, you know, all like the fun central like not Sandra Pit, like all the fun shit is up in like the northern south okay. of France. We were in like the boring vineyard side. Okay. I just don't recommend it. Okay. Like you I wouldn't was there again. I would never do it again. And I don't recommend going. I just think it's really boring. There's not much to do. Um, I, I think go to Sicily, like go to Italy. Like you can see beautiful vineyards and beautiful things out there. Like the, like even like the topography of it was like a little mountains and like a little bit of it, but like it wasn't beautiful to even like drive through. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It just like wasn't great. Oh. So very lackluster. Hopefully none of your listeners are from there. Um, and if you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, it wasn't Lake, my vibe. Lake Forest isn't that fucking great either, okay? So it's fine. Uh, whoa. Oh. Um, what time is it? Okay. Um, so anyways, so that's that was that trip. And then, um, again, home for less than 48 hours, packed everyone up. Me, Piper, Riley. My mom came on this trip. Obviously, you're on this trip. We have an aunt and uncle that are coming on, the, you know, that came on this trip. So it was a lot of like planning for this one because it's a longer stay. It was 10 so days. One day between. About a day and a half. Okay. Yeah. Between. Between France and then coming here. And then this trip. And we were just we'll praying. Yeah. That like we weren't going to have any issues on like the flights or anything. Because I think like the fact that Riley and I could do it is one thing. Adding a child yeah. to like a 30 hour trip is like a whole other beast. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Um, so we ended up going to Puerto Vallarta for the first few days. My mom has a timeshare 
And um, that was fun. It was at the Grand Mayan. A lot, I posted on Instagram. So many people know about it. Oh, yeah? It gets very like popular. Yeah. Um, which there were a lot of American people there. Oh, interesting. It's a massive plot of land with like five hotels or I don't know how many hotels with their own pools, their own restaurants, but you get access to all of it. Oh, cool. And you can take your golf cart to like their pool or their hotel or their restaurant. So it's all sort of combined. But when you buy your timeshare, you buy in a specific hotel. Right. So my mom has one at this hotel and then my aunt has one at the, like the one that's closer to the water kind oh, okay. of thing. Um, and I so, should probably add that I met them up in Oaxaca. I, I was going to get there. For, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So that was just <laughs> my mom and, um, my aunt Riley and Piper. And then my uncle and Tatis met us here in Oaxaca a few days after yeah. we got back, but we were there for about four days. Um, it was very fun. Riley actually loved it. Good. My mom ended up on the second day. She was like, Oh, I'm getting facials. And I was like, that's weird. You literally just got a facial before you left. So I knew something was hinky. And then she tells me later, oh, surprise, I bought another timeshare. So she bought another timeshare at the Garza Blanca, which is in Puerto Vallarta, which is in the, like their, like El Centro, like their like little downtown oh. versus the Grand Mayan is about five minutes from the airport and that's in Nuevo Vallarta. Okay, yeah. So she bought one and it's right on the water. It's beautiful. So who wants it to was, go on vacation with It us? was more Riley's vibe, I have to say, and more okay. our vibe. It was like, it, it was like, not as I mean, it was bougie, but like, it was just you got the ocean. Like, it was like nice. It was just a little nicer. Oh, okay. It was nicer. It wasn't as massive. Um, like the commercial. Pool, it wasn't as com yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the Grand Mine is great for kids. Like, yeah. Very family yeah. like yeah. oriented and um, but like the food was okay because yeah. he, he said it's like um it's like a cruise ship on land. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. As most timeshare all inclusive -y totally are. Totally. But, but it's still good. But we loved it yeah. because it was fun for her, yeah. fun for us. It yeah. was easy. Yeah. You can walk. There's like a lot to do yeah. and enough to do. Um, so highly recommend that. But then the Garza Blanca, it almost felt like the Pelican Hill of. Okay. Of, the same. Okay. Yeah. Like you could tell like the, yeah. there was like different style of people Mary there. Pelican Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Not as many kids, but still a lot of kids. Yeah. And it was like fun, but there was like live music at the pool and um, it was just Cool. Okay. Activations were different, you yeah. know? Um, so planning on staying there definitely next time we go. Love. Um, then from there came here and now that's where we can pick up the story of being here at this house. I will see you guys next week. I know it's a shit show. I know it's crazy. I promise it's going to get back to normal. Um, but thank you for sort of allowing me to have this time and, you know, upload these shows later and giving me a little bit of grace. So thank you guys all. We're going to get to you. We have a lot to talk about with that. These <laughs> a lot of life updates. I cannot wait to talk about it. So stay tuned. Um, I know that was a lot about me. Sorry, but we will talk next this week. This podcast is like yours. It's literally about you. It's weird. <laughs> see you guys next week. I love you all remember stay humble and stay hungry. <laughs> <laughs>